0: Welcome to the Detox Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Gwena, certified holistic health coach and detox enthusiast, and I'm here to talk all things detox. Toxins exist in our lives in many forms, from the foods we eat, products we use, people we spend time with, and even the thoughts in our heads. Here we discuss how various toxins may be sapping our energy and vitality, and how we can detox to create a life we love. Each week, we'll discuss everything from nutrition, clean beauty, body image, stress management techniques, career and business, relationships, you name it. Whether it's with a guest or just yours truly, we'll get real, raw, and honest and provide tangible tips to detox all areas of our lives. If you're ready to step into the most vibrant version of you, let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Detox Diaries podcast. This one is probably going to be a quick one, but it's something that I just really felt like I wanted to talk about. It's very top of mind for me. I uh, just got back from my bachelorette party, and I just kind of wanted to talk about lessons from that whole experience, and I know obviously that sounds like kind of a niche topic, which might not relate to many of you who are listening, but I think that these things can kind of relate to... Other events in our lives and just life in general it just kind of came up for me through the process of my bachelorette party and everything so I just want to start by saying how grateful so so grateful I am for my friends that came and they just put so much effort in so much planning They just made me feel absolutely so special while we were there, and and I'll talk more about that, but I mean, that's kind of like the number one takeaway, I would say, from the whole experience is I just can't be more thankful for what my friends did for me and just making me feel so special. And it was a small group of us that went. It was myself and three of my closest friends. And, you know, something initially that I was struggling with was that a few of my friends couldn't make it. You know, I already have a pretty tight group of, like, really close friends. And I only wanted to invite the people that are closest to me. And, you know, I'm, I'm 36. So <laughs> I'm old. on the older side to be doing this. So people's lives are in different places, you know people are pregnant or they're trying to get pregnant. We we went to Tulum where there is Zika, so like people can't travel there if they're in the process of trying to get pregnant or are currently pregnant. And, you know, other things of course for other people, conflicts with other parties, stuff like that. And I think it kind of put I know for me a feeling of it being like almost extra pressure on making sure that it was super fun because I was almost like proving to myself that it could be with a smaller group. And not to put anything on the girls that came, but I would imagine that they probably <laughs> felt some pressure too to make it like the best that it could be because they were worried maybe I was feeling bad that other people couldn't come. So that was kind of like an initial layer that was there. And, and what I'm going to kind of get into throughout this is that, you know, we just put so much emphasis and expectation on certain events or vacations or whatever it may be that we're creating a situation where like it really can't live up to the hype and we're just putting like too much pressure on it and I think this was kind of like the beginning of that for me in that sense but I mean when it came to my friends that were actually there I mean I like I just can't say enough for how special they made me feel and how much effort they put in and how much fun it was to spend time with them and something that kind of came up for me that i thought was interesting that i wanted to share and and this could kind of relate to i mean other things in our lives but especially when it comes to like a wedding because I am someone who does not mind being the center of attention. Obviously, you know, I don't mind putting myself out there, as you can see by the fact that I, you know, have a podcast and all of that stuff. But there's something different about when you are the center of attention and it's all this like receiving energy, like people, like you are kind of just like expected to let other people do things for you or kind of like I just, it was something that I'm really not used to, honestly. And I guess probably on people's birthdays or other events, maybe they feel like that's a thing, but it was kind of hard to be like, okay, I'm just going to like let myself fully enjoy this as opposed to feeling any layer of like guilt or feeling like people are, are putting too much money or effort or into it. And, and it was something that I had to really consistently remind myself of like, they're your closest friends. They want to do this for you. Like and just really let myself soak it in instead of getting in the mindset of being like worried that I was putting other people out when really obviously I mean they're making the decision to do it for me and they love me and that's why they're doing it but I I think it was something that probably a lot of people struggle with and don't necessarily expect to be (laughs) something that comes up for them because it was definitely something that I had to keep reminding myself like it's okay like you've done this for your friends too when it's been their moment but it does definitely feel kind of weird (laughs) to be the center of attention in that sense but I mean I I literally my friends just made me feel absolutely so special and cared for me in so many ways and as I'm about to get to in ways that none of us expected they would have had to (laughs) because obviously you know There were fun decorations and they planned so many details of the trip and they treated to so much of it and, you know, made sure we got so many amazing pictures and the memories are just absolutely so amazing. But there was definitely some highs and lows in the sense of I actually ended up having a pretty bad panic attack for like all day Saturday, which of course was not part of the plan. (laughs) And basically, long story short, I, I think there were a lot of things that led up to it, which I will mention as well. But Friday was a very long day. Friday was the day that we traveled to Tulum. And you know, you fly, I live in New York, you fly into Cancun, then it's like a couple hours drive to get out to Tulum absolutely beautiful totally worth the track like in the resort we stayed at the Sonara resort which was absolutely gorgeous and they had the most amazing like healthy food options it was literally like the perfect place for me to go for my bachelorette it was absolutely so amazing but it was a long day and you know I had a mimosa in the morning I had a beer on the ride I had wine on the plane and I was a bit tired towards the end of the day and Ended up having three espresso martinis, which I don't recommend for anyone, especially people who don't drink caffeine anymore like me. But I was swept up in the excitement and really wasn't thinking through it at all. And I woke up the next morning a bit hungover, which, you know, is something that I'm capable of powering through, especially on a vacation or a bachelorette. But the caffeine was really causing me to experience a lot of anxiety. And it kept building throughout the day. And, you know, I think anxiety is one of those things where, obviously, if you've been listening to the show, um, my friend Kristen Ferrara of um, Aligned and Well talks about how breath work has really changed her life when it comes to her struggling with anxiety. And I'll get a little bit into my chat with her, which was very helpful. But anxiety has kind of become this term that I don't, you know, we obviously all feel anxious sometimes, but actually when our body is in that state of anxiety, it is a very physical feeling, especially for me. My brand of anxiety is I I don't have panic in my head where I'm kind of like, I'm going to die or I can't breathe or like anything where I kind of go to those extremes, but I feel it in my body a lot and it's really hard for me to move past. So usually when I'm having kind of like my moderate anxiety it's kind of like I'm breathing shallowly in my chest and I just feel like I can't take a deep breath and that's something that I've struggled with on and off for years and has always been something that's unpleasant but manageable I can live my life I can you know do everyday things I could be on a bachelorette and have fun with my friends like that's a very normal thing for me to experience here and there and then like the next level is usually I'll have a knot in my stomach and past that it's like I can't eat and this is something that is kind of hard to explain if you've never felt it before but it feels like I could take the tiniest bite out of something and I literally feel like I'm gumming it in my mouth and like I am gonna choke on it if I try and swallow it's like I physically cannot eat and I had reached that point point. And I also had this super fast heart rate and I was feeling very just shaky and uneasy. And a lot of these symptoms can kind of just feel like a bad hangover. So throughout the day, I was kind of thinking, well, I'm just hungover and I'm just have this anxious breathing in addition to it. But as the day went on, it became really clear that I was just in a full blown panic attack, which honestly, I had never experienced before. And And it was very unpleasant. (laughs) And of course, I was super in my head because it's my bachelorette weekend. Like my friends traveled all this way to celebrate me. And here I am experiencing this awful panic attack that I just cannot get myself out of. And I have to say, like, my friends handled it as best as I could have asked for, like, The only thing that would have made me feel worse is feeling like I had dragged them down all day. So it was kind of like we we still went to the beach party like the girls had fun. And, and, you know, it just reached the point by the end of the day that I just was like, I just need to go to sleep and wake up tomorrow. There's no way for me to get out of this. And, you know, they had a night and had fun and had fun stories for me the next day. And it was really like the best way that that situation could have played out. So I'm just, again, so thankful for my friends that were there. Not something that they planned on having to support me through, but they really were so, so supportive and just made me feel so so much better about the situation, as better as I could feel, you know. Obviously, I was very upset because it was my bachelorette and I wanted to be able to take part in the whole thing. But I think it's it's something that I wanted to share because – i a if you're someone who's struggled with anxiety a little bit like this i feel like it's just always relatable to be able to hear other people talk about it and kind of things that had been triggers for them which for me was obviously the those espresso martinis were really not helpful at all and then also it was a lot leading up to going on the trip that really in hindsight i could have been taking better care of myself going in and so i could have kind of been more eyes wide open into how to prevent myself getting to that place of truly panic (laughs) and i want to say that i'm not i'm trying really hard to it's obviously a challenge to not use the word should too much and to not beat myself up for the decisions that i made because i can't change it now And everything is a like learning process. But again, that's why I wanted to share this because maybe you have something big coming up and this could be helpful to you. Because I think given how anxious I was going into the weekend, it would have been helpful if I had put more practices in place to deal with that anxiety before I left for the trip. And then also if I had just had my eyes open to something like yeah Nicole don't have three espresso martinis when you don't drink caffeine anymore that might not be good for your anxiety but my head was just so not in that place of how do I protect myself from entering a place where I'm having a real panic attack and some of the things that had been coming up for me throughout the week was COVID so here in new york and i'm sure probably throughout the country there's a lot of talk that we're in the next wave of COVID, and obviously for me that's very upsetting because it's in the midst of all of these celebrations and i like had it in my head that i was going to get COVID and i was not going to be able to go on the bachelorette and i just felt really really anxious about it all week like any little thing that week before i was thinking that i that i had it and it was just very anxiety producing and I was definitely dealing with my typical flavor of anxiety where I felt like I was kind of having a hard time eating but I could still eat it just was like kind of challenging kind of a knot in my stomach but really heart racing and feeling like I was having a hard time taking a deep breath and I also was just so I wanted it to be perfect like I had really high expectations so I wanted my outfits to be perfect you know I got my false eyelashes on again which oh, I love having them on (laughs) even though they're they're part of my 20 percent of things that are toxic but I do really love them you know I got a spray tan like just all of these things like did my nails look good did the uh, it was just like a lot of being like everything needed to be perfect for this and I think I just came in with these crazy high expectations and the other big thing about this is that I was so obsessed with it being perfect and like looking perfect and in a lot of ways I, it probably did look perfect like we were only sharing pictures and stories and highlights from the weekend like as one does like I'm not going to post a picture of me like having anxiety like, in, in my bed in the middle of the day but that's like obviously... We are very aware of Instagram versus reality. It's, It's a clear thing that we see people joke about all the time or, you know, they show a bunch of shots of things that are not the right shot and then it's the right shot. And that's kind of like the example of Instagram versus reality. But, I mean, to look at the pictures and stuff that I posted from the trip and that my friends posted from the trip, you would think it was this flawless, perfect, all highs trip. And while all of those moments that we posted were highs and were absolutely so much fun, obviously (laughs) there was lows as well. And I think, you know, I feel the need to share this because I have this platform where I'm helping people live a holistically healthy life and kind of I'm trying to share anything that I can that would be helpful to my audience or my listeners and, you know, other influencers. Not that I think I'm an influencer, but influencers quote unquote will you know share the ups and downs more because it is important for them to be authentic with the people that are in their audience but i they might not really share everything and to be honest i think what's almost more damaging is you know your friend's friend or that person from work or your next door neighbor and they're you know only sharing their highlight reels online and we all think that that's the reality of everybody's life And it can be really damaging to not understand that obviously there's so much going on under the covers that you don't necessarily know. So I just really wanted to call that out, like to stop comparing yourself to someone else's highlight reel. You don't know what's going on. And even though those highs are amazing and are real, everybody has their downs. And the other thing that I was saying to myself (laughs) when I was trying to calm myself down throughout the course of the weekend and just reminding myself that, yes, this weekend, of course, was really important to me. It was, you know, my friends had spent a lot of money. I was spending money, like, but at the end of the day, it is a weekend. And, you know, when I reflect on those three days, I had fun more often than I didn't. Like, the two, the Friday that we got there and the Sunday, the day after the crazy panic day were really fun days that I'll remember forever. And it's really easy for our brain to just pick the negative and be like, well, the whole weekend was a wash or that was the worst day ever, so like the whole trip sucked or when it's just not true. The weekend as a whole was so much fun and I'm so thankful for it. But it is something that we intentionally have to be aware of to drive our brain to focus on the good as opposed to the bad, because our brain is literally hardwired to focus on like the dangers that surround us or the negatives or remembering those things that weren't good so we don't necessarily repeat them so it does sometimes take intention and effort to find the good but whenever you have a situation that's like this too like just looking at the reality of it like yes okay I had a bad day but there were two other days too that were amazing days And I'm going to choose to focus on that instead. And I'm not going to say I'm being perfect about it. Obviously, I'm talking about it right now. So obviously, you know, it's still on my mind, which is more than fair. We're allowed to be upset that we had a bad day. But it's just not catastrophizing it and making it that everything was bad because that's just not true. There's so much good in all of our lives and we don't want to just generalize it because of a couple bad experiences here and there. And the truth is that I had so much fun the other two days and it wasn't because like the club that we went to was crazy or the dinner that we had that night was the best. It was because I was spending time with my closest friends having like real conversations and they made me feel really loved. And those friends I'll have always. It's not just for this weekend. It's for life. And even when I was having the panic attack I called my husband he was so sweet and he put my dog on FaceTime and it's just a reminder that the life that I've built every day is something that I love and I mean obviously every day is not perfect it's far from it but what made the trip great and what was gonna make it really great were the people who I have relationships with all the time not just for that weekend. And. I mean, other things too, like I got to come back and I was done with my part-time job. So now I'm, you know, full-time working on the Detox Diaries, which is obviously absolutely so exciting. And I I mean, I'm not suggesting that people should quit their jobs in order to come back to a life that makes them happy. But kind of what I'm saying is that I was just really trying to focus on the fact that, yes, these big weekends or big events are really important and it's fair. We're going to have high standards for them. But what's important to remember is that it's the everyday that we should be focusing on having happiness and joy and excitement in that because that's what the majority of our life comes from. So when we have these bigger moments or weekends or vacations, just keeping in mind that like we want to to be having that happiness and excitement in the everyday. And that's really what an amazing life is made of, you know one day on my bachelorette not being perfect is nothing compared to years of my life that i've built to be the life that i want them to be and i think that was a really big lesson and even one of the games that i was playing with the girls on the beach it's called um liz moody from healthier together has this i think it's just called like the healthier together deck and it's basically just like a you pull cards and it's questions and you answer them and it really helps you to kind of get to know people better and just think about different things and it really spurred some really great conversations with my friends and it was really, really beautiful. But one of them was if you could relive a day again, what would it be? And we were all like having a hard time picking. And we were saying this is a good thing like there are so many good days in our lives like and that's really the point is to not have it be like oh it was my bachelorette (laughs) and that's like the one thing that comes to your mind like great your bachelorette hopefully is one of the best weekends ever but we should really have a lot of amazing experiences throughout our lives and it shouldn't always have to be these like big dramatic events for us to be experiencing those highs. And then, of course, the other lesson is just that we have no control (laughs) over anything. You know, this next wave of COVID in the midst of all of these celebrations is something that I'm really working on. And it was really great that I, I had a friend, a call with my friend Kristen, who I mentioned previously. She's breathwork for anxiety. And we just had such a helpful conversation. She gave me a lot of different suggestions and tools and different breathwork practices. And what I'm really doing now is doing them daily in a way that it can, it's kind of like preventative. It's like eating healthy. You don't wait until, or you shouldn't hopefully, <laughs> wait until you have a major issue to start eating healthy. You eat healthy so that your body is in a place where you can deal with a major stressor so that your body can is healthy, healthy and, you know, can fight off infection or a disease or whatever it may be or just in general prevent against experiencing it at all. And, you know, with all these things, with my wedding fast approaching now in less than three weeks and COVID still definitely in full swing, it's really helpful to be preemptively working on these anxiety reducing techniques and breath work and stuff like that. And just putting these rituals in place so that if stuff does flare up, I'm ready to handle it and in a much better place than I had set myself up to be when I was on the bachelorette. So. This was a bit rambling, and it was just a lot of things that I wanted to share, and I know it was very candid, but and mostly about, obviously, The Bachelorette, but I do think that a lot of these things can relate to other parts of our lives, and just general lessons can be pulled from it, but the biggest ones being Instagram versus reality. Do not compare yourselves to other people's highlight reels. You don't actually know what's going on um trying to just incorporate happiness and excitement in your life all the time so that we're not like over putting pressure on these big moments obviously there's still going to be big moments I'm not gonna lie there's plenty of pressure <laughs> but on my wedding day of course but in general just having that that lens of the the every day can have so much excitement and joy in it too and then not everything has to be perfect for you to have so many amazing memories from it as well and then of course, that we just don't really have control over anything and to just put rituals and practices in place so that when things don't go the way we expect, we are as strong and resilient as possible to deal with them. And I guess the final one would be if you dare to have an espresso martini, please, please stop at one. <laughs> um, I hope you guys enjoyed this one. I hope it wasn't too repetitive and rambly, but it was something that I just felt was really important to share. If you are enjoying the show, I would love if you would leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And also, if you would reach out to me, I would love to get to know you. If you are a listener, you can reach out to me at the.detox.diaries on Instagram. And I will see you on the next one. Bye.